Hey, thanks for tuning into the Beer Muddy Things podcast, your place for education and happenings in the craft food and beverage industry. I'm your host, Kyle Reiner, and here I interview folks around the world that are truly daring muddy things in the industry. My goal is to entertain, educate, and inspire. And if I'm doing those things, please, please give a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a comment. This goes a long way in helping others find the show. And, you know, hey, I appreciate it. So with that, let's get into it. Welcome in to the Beer Money Things podcast. It's what you listen to while you brew. It's what's in your ears while you brew and drink beers. Today, we're talking a little bit of nostalgia here. Uh, I'm a Lehigh Valley native, grew up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Family worked at the Bethlehem Steel. So I thought it would be uh, appropriate to, uh, you know, highlight the Lehigh Valley Beer Week. So today on, uh, on the podcast, I have Jesse Albertson. He is the GM of the Wilbur Mansion in Bethlehem. We'll talk about that. He's also the president and founder of the Lehigh Valley Beer Week. Uh, Anna Kate Dale is also here. She's the GM of the Spinnerstown Hotel. Such a cool story. Um, and you are also the treasurer of the Lehigh Valley Beer Week uh, mm-hmm. for directors, keeping that keeping that money in line. Um, <laughs> cash money. And uh, Craig Phillips. Craig is the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer over at McCall Collective Brewing in Allentown, um, and also a board member of uh, the Lehigh Valley Beer Week. So welcome in. How are we doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, coordinating. We we did it. We figured yeah. out a time to get together. <laughs> only only thirty group emails back and forth. Yeah, a few email. <laughs> emails like the bane of my existence. So I'm glad we did it. Make it happen. Um, cool. So uh, you know, I threw it out there. I was like, hey, what do you think if we have a beer while we're doing this? And obviously, you know, what the hell? We're we're drinking beer. So, uh, Anna, what do you got today? I have um, Hofbrau Hefeweizen. Very nice, Jesse. What you got? How about Weinstefaner Helles? Looks like we're on the German beer kick here. <laughs> Look at you. All right, Craig, what you got? I'll stick with the theme. We got the LV Gates Schwartz beer that we originally brewed back in October at McCall, and we just uh, brewed recently a second time. So a really good Schwartz beer. Not a not a not a popular style, but uh, I can't drink enough of it. Okay. Yeah, that that's funny. So you know, and I have a shifty Pilsner from Tonewood. So we're all you know, all none German. of us are doing that hazy thing today. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Look at us. All right, cool. So like I said, I mean, I grew up in Bethlehem. I went to Freedom High School. My whole family went to Liberty High School. Um, so, you know, I was kind of odd man out. But, um, you know, I spent 18 years of my life in the Lehigh Valley. My family is still there. Uh, my uncle followed the Bethlehem Steel out to Indiana. Um, they they kind of moved out that way. Um, and he's still there. And, um, you know, so just a ton of history. So, you know, doing some digging for this podcast. I mean, there's so much history and everything we do here. So uh, we're going to give give a little trip down uh, memory lane, and then we're going to dig into uh, the beer week. Sound good? Yeah. All right, cool. So, Jesse, I'm going to kick off with you. Um, you know, you are you're a Lock Haven uh, University grad. Did you grow up in the Lehigh Valley? Yeah, I grew up in Hellertown. Nice. Uh, went to Saucon Valley okay. and, uh, I lived in Bethlehem for about 10 years and now I'm been in Allentown for about eight. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you spent a little time at Iron Hill, a, a bunch of time at Bar Louie, which I mean, mm-hmm. how many locations does that place have? I didn't realize how many it has. Uh, they had about 130. Yeah. Now they have a lot less. Yeah. Uh, they went bankrupt a few, while, a few months yeah. ago or few, and uh, now they have like a third. I think they have like 60 or 70. That's still a ton. Yep. All right, cool. You spent a lot of time over at Fegley's. 
Um, so, so super cool. But now you're the GM of the Wilbur mansion and what a unique spot. I mean, I've driven past this place a number of times. So he's kind of like, what the hell is that? Um, so tell me a little bit about that. I read, you know, in, in 1865, Lehigh Valley entrepreneur, Elijah Packer Wilbur built this place for, to be his home. Yeah. So it's really awesome opportunity to, um, you know, create a really new and modern space in, uh, you know, on a historic landmark. Um, Bethlehem is, you know, awesome for being just a super historic space. And it's always been such a great town that they, uh, preserve all that, that history. So it's really cool to be a part of that. Um, and then to, you know, to do something brand new, um, we're, you know, it's going to be a hotel, a boutique hotel, so the nine rooms and they're, you know, the original rooms of the mansion. So crazy original tile work, original woodwork, like just, just breathtaking, uh, just architecture in that building. And then, um, a brand new restaurant and a brand new, uh, event space. Uh, everything's going to be really cool, really new. Uh, we're really trying to blend the, uh, you know, historic elements, um, you know, the, the, the nice decor they have, but just turn it, turn into something totally new and, um, you know, focus on that really, really fresh ingredients, really fresh food. Um, we're we'll partnering with a lot of local breweries, local farms, things like that. So we are very excited. Um, it's a, it's a, the project's been going on for almost five years now. Um, and you know, probably will continue for the next you know couple of months. So we'll be hopefully opening up, um, you know, in the winter, uh, but maybe closer to the 2021 part of winter. Okay, cool. That's super cool. All right. So, you know, one of the, th- you know, I start reading this stuff and I'm like, it just brings back memories. So Wilbur, you know, Elijah Packer, Wilbur, his nephew is Asa Packer. I, you know, mm-hmm. that's an elementary school, right? I, I knew kids who went to school there. Um, and then Asa Packer was also one of the founders of Lehigh University and he ran the Lehigh Valley Railroad. Like what the hell? It's so crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I actually just drove by uh, through Lehigh this, this morning. Um, yeah. So ton of history. Um, you know, that whole family had, you know, so much to do with the creation of Bethlehem as it is now you have with Lehigh University and the, the railroad and, and the steel and all that stuff like that. So, um, you know, Bethlehem is really making a, a really strong revitalization right now, which is great, uh, especially the south side. Um, you know, the north side's, you know, I think come up a little faster. South side's been kind of dragging along, but, you know, with the addition of, of steel stacks and all those, um, you know, mm-hmm. cool new uh, restaurants and breweries and things like that down the south side, um, that would be, you know, Bethlehem kind of always, always in that separation where the river is, you know, there has to be the North side and the South side. So, um, right. if they can, if they can, if we can join all that up and make just one, just giant city, uh, it's got a, a ton to offer. So Bethlehem's really, really cool. Yeah. Super cool. Awesome. Big shouts to, uh, Sam over there at Bond place across the, uh, across the bridge. So. Yeah. We'll be neighbors. Yeah. That's my buddy. I like that guy. Um, those chimney bird chimney swift birds are pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. So they just, they just came back. So we, um, yeah. So um, I'm not sure what you've heard or not, but we had to um, unfortunately had to de- demolish the Masonic temple, uh, which is, was just beyond repair. And um, you know, we, but we, we found out that there was um, these birds called chimney swifts that were always um, when they migrate, they would come and, and go through that and, and use that, that chimney as their, as their home. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, our owners, the, the nobles worked with the, uh, the Audubon society and, and just, uh, was just, so if you saw the construction, there's just a random chimney in the middle of everything for a long time. And so we just kept it, you just imagine, you know, demolishing an entire building, but trying to keep just like this much of it, you know, um, and, and, you know, I mean, like 
things don't fall down. Like, you know, you'll right. just go, I'd like this to fall over here. And it just, you know, things just fall how they fall. And, um, you know, you're demolishing and using, you know, all the explosives and things like that. So, um, the work, the work that went into, uh, preserving that, you know, it's a huge, um, you know, accolade for, for our owners and they're, uh, just, you know, just seeing what they're willing to do to preserve that, that awesome, um, you know, just milestone in the, in the area. So, uh, it's gonna be really cool. We're going to be able to continue to, um, you know, keep that chimney as a part of the, the new building. And, uh, yeah, the Swifts, the chimney Swifts came back, uh, on their way back to South America, South Africa, South America. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. thank you. So, um, they came back and, uh, we got some footage of that and stuff like that. It's crazy. So they, they like perch on like the inside of the chimney. They don't, they like, they sleep kind of like perched like a bat yeah. almost. So, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. There's just, there's so much history. It's just layer upon layer. Um, and then, you know, we're going to be the, uh, the we're going to be the next chapter and, uh, we're, we're super stoked. Super cool. Yeah. I saw they, they swirl around like a tornado and then they go into the, you know, into the chimney. It's crazy. It's wild. Um, yeah. And that property was sold to the Masons way back when, um, you know, and you mentioned the, you know, being a Masonic temple, I guess. Right. Yeah. So it went from the original owners of the, the Wilbers to the, to the, uh, the Masons. Um, they then added the temple and kind of used the whole property, um, it's been hosting, you know, it's been hosting, you know, events like weddings and things like that for, for, for years upon years. Um, just the last couple of years, it's just, you know, the building's been not, you know, not in the condition to do that anymore. So we're, we're revitalizing the, the whole space and, um, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Very cool. All right. Thanks for that info. Uh, yeah. Anna Kate Dale, you are the GM of the Spinner's Town <laughs> Hotel. You are a DeSales University grad, as is my brother-in-law yes. played lacrosse over there. And uh, big shouts, Allentown Central Catholic. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Very cool. And so, I mean, you spent most of your time in the Lehigh Valley. Um, kind of, you know, Spinnerstown's kind of on like the cusp of Bucks County almost, right? Yeah, we're actually in Bucks County. Um, oh, okay. But literally the Lehigh County line, you can like see it. It's right there. Um, and so mm-hmm. my dad always terms the phrase where like the Key West of the Lehigh Valley. So everybody just can come on here and <laughs> venture nice. on down little vacation very cool and and we'll talk a little bit about what spinners town you know you guys get some beers from different places that others can't get because of kind of your location mm-hmm. so super yes. cool spot i've been there a number of times i love it but let's let's kind of go back in the history of that so you know sure. 1811 right mm-hmm. david spinner jr famous potter and craftsman leader in like german folk art um mm-hmm. and then uh or da- so david spinner jr and then david spinner was the famous potter but then 1857 or so Edwin Spinner comes through and makes it the actual, the, the Spinner's town hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, building itself has been here for so long and, uh, they ran it as like a little restaurant and bar. And then the family, whoever was running it would live upstairs. And I'm actually in the upstairs right now. Hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just been, a cornerstone there's a post office right across the street so all the like way back when this was kind of even in revolutionary times too people would always come here to find out what was going on which was really very cool um you go to the post office or you go to a bar and that's how you would find out information and so <laughs> it was just it was really it was really interesting we don't have any record of a of any like if george washington was ever here or anything like that but um this was normally like a one night stop. If you were coming up from Philadelphia and then you were going to New York. Yeah. 
Super cool. Yeah. Um, so Spinner family arrives in like the 18th century and, and that, mm-hmm. you know, it was 153 acre tract, right. Called the great swamp. You know, I've heard a yeah. lot about that. I didn't realize kind of what it was. And that was a part of a thousand acres that funny enough, a guy named Morris Morris, right. Mm-hmm. He, he gets this yeah. land from, from the estate of William Penn. Um, yes. Pretty wild. I mean, there's so much history. It's, it's crazy. And some of the, um, there's, different great swamp churches there's like a north great swamp there's a south um and this area it definitely is swampy in certain times of the year if it rains there's um little rivers and creeks all around and they're constantly flooding over if it rains just a little bit um but yeah morris morris got this land and then he kind of broke it up and then the spinners purchased a chunk of it um and just kind of grew spinners town around everything yeah super cool any paranormal activity going on on down there uh depends on who you talk to but i don't like being here <laughs> at night by myself okay. <laughs> All right. um it can be a little creepy uh a couple of our servers um some people say there's at least three ghosts here uh just depends wow. on if you believe if you're open to that anything like yeah. that um, apparently in one of the dining rooms there's like a tall man with a hat like a straw hat um, in like the front lobby, there's a woman that's in like a bonnet and period dress and she'll kind of just like, you know, saunter back and forth. And then apparently I'm never the- coming to eat there again. <laughs> yeah. You guys could sell this. I used to like it. Could, I used to like it. I'm not coming back. <laughs> um, and then apparently there's a little boy, uh, who hangs out on the steps. So <laughs> okay. it just depends. It depends on, uh, if you believe that my dad actually lived here. So my parents, um, or my dad's family bought this in 19. Oh, after. Are we talking paranormal activity? She disappears. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. We should, we should op- shouldn't have opened that can. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Rihanna, come back. If there's a ghost behind her when the queen comes back on, I'm out of here. What if it's just a ghost? What if it's not her? Okay. All right. They knew we were talking about it. No, but I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time if I saw anything or it was just probably like a light on a truck going by or so it all is, it's really up to your imagination. (laughs) Yeah. I think you have to, you have to be open to it. Um, I don't even think I'm going to edit that out because (laughs) that was just, uh, what a weird coincidence. They were like, Uh, don't you you be talking about us on Zoom? So strange. (laughs) But, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, so, so, yeah, and your family purchases the property in mm-hmm. 1959, yeah. been operating since, and you guys are the longest mm-hmm. folks to ever run that. Yeah, place. it's had over 50 different owners, um, and wow. some people are for like a year here or there. Um, but there was at one point, I'm blanking on his name, but the actually, I think it was a spinner. He was a justice of the peace, and you couldn't have a liquor license when you were a justice of the peace. So for a while, somebody was renting the license and operating it for um, one of the spinners. So it's kind of like moved hands a whole bunch. But yeah, we've had it for over 60 years. So super cool. I mean, rustic tap room, 18 Mm -hmm. rotating taps. You have a formal dining room, you know, with linens, uh, hand painted walls the Mercer tile fireplace, uh, outdoor barn, like, you know. So that's a cool there's, spot. There's a lot uh, going yeah, on. I'd urge anybody, yeah, go there, get a beer, or don't. I mean, Craig's never yeah. coming back, so I don't know. <laughs> Craig, you'll be here. <laughs> He'll come back. Yeah. I'll probably come. He'll be there. We got to use like that uh, 
It's like the men in black thing. That, right. So he forgets. We've had it. people yeah. come by and they say like, if you stand in this area, the, like the meter is all the way over. And I'm like, I think that's just your batteries, but. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, Craig, you are the uh, chief marketing officer at McCall collective. Um, you also, you went to middle Tennessee state university. How'd you end yes, up there? I did. Oh, Oh, it was a girl. We're not going to get into that. Okay. She's not the girl my wife is currently. So we're not going to, we just won't talk. It was college, you know, we won't talk about it. Yeah, that. yeah. So, all right. So you go out there. Did you grow up in Lehigh Valley? Yes. I graduated in Northampton, 02. Okay. So between Northampton and uh, Allentown area, uh, currently in Alberta, South McCungie area. So, yep. We have Valley whole life except for college. Very cool. I was uh, O2 as well. All right. So tell me about how you ended up. It seems like there is such a family history between you and the McCalls. So how'd you end up uh, being where you're at? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Chris, co-founder Chris uh, McCall, him and I have friends since sixth grade. And uh, since then, kind of just been absorbed into the McCall family, holidays, uh, birthdays, everything, uh, just kind of, you know, planted myself with them. So I've grown up with Chris and then uh, Matt's the head brewer. He's Chris's younger brother. And there's also a younger uh, sister, Beth. So I kind of grew up with uh, that family uh, all through high school, uh, post-college. And, and then uh, Chris married Caitlin about 10 years ago. And, and Chris and Caitlin are very entrepreneur, entrepreneurship minded. They, they wanted to open something and uh, all the all the breweries they visited over the years, they they decided that they wanted to open a brewery, and the timing was perfect. Matt McCall came up through Sam Adams Production Brewing. Uh, he was at Angry Orchard for a little bit. He ran uh, Coney Island Brewing, which is also part of Boston Beer and Sam Adams in uh, in Coney Island as the head brewer for a couple of years. And uh, you know, Chris and Caitlin said, "Hey, let's bring Matt back to the Valley, and let's open this brewery." So. Opened up in awesome. August of last year. Just look, just delayed a couple months from the pandemic. It was supposed to be a little earlier than that, but opened up in August, and it's been uh, nonstop since then. So, I have a day job as well, but you know, right now I, I I do all the marketing, social media, event planning, and whatnot, and coordinate with with Chris and Caitlin and the great team there, and, and get the word out on the beers that, that Matt's pumping out and some of the unique events that we do you know, year round, and then for Beer Week as well. Do you foresee uh, yourself changing your last name to McCall, Craig? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I don't have a middle name, uh, okay. so I figure I could just throw it in there, right? That would work. <laughs> I think, yeah, you got an empty slot. You got to just pop it in there. You you yeah. Once we get once we get big enough, you know, then I'll and uh, you know I can leave my day job and just do McCall full time. Then I'll then I'll I'll think about that. I did my I did dance with, I did dance with Mrs. McCall, Chris's mom. Um, at my wedding. So, I mean, it's, it's about as official as it gets. I would, I would agree. I'd agree. All right. And your uh, full service brew pub, wide variety of, of beer. You got PA wine and spirits. Uh, you have food, right? Traditional kind of pub fare or what? We have a great kitchen. Uh, it's constantly changing. People love the food. It was kind of by accident. You know, our hope was uh, you can have some food with your, with your beer, but now it turns out um, some people come, just for some of the food events we do, even the cheesesteak Thursdays that people love. And uh, yeah. some of the events that we do around different things, uh, you know, they come for the beer and then they stay for the food. It's just how it's been. Killer. All right, cool. Well, very exciting stuff. I have yet to uh, visit, but I do love the the beer you put out. I love the cans because again, it's, 
you know, the, the can does it, do you do the design work for the cans? No, Sarah is our in-house artist and also works in the bar. Sarah's great. She hand draws, uh, most all the designs in the cans. Uh, a lot of the graphics we use online. She's our, she's our brand manager. So she does all the, the artwork and she's great. Very cool. Yeah. It's just a lot of the, a lot of the cans have, you know, just like landmarks or other stuff around like Lily have alley that, you know, just resonate with me. Like, Oh, I've been there or I know exactly where that is. You know, it's just, it's pretty cool. So awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. So, so back to Jesse, you know, uh, the main, the main topic here is Lehigh Valley beer week. So talk to me about, you know, when this began and, and, and why and how it began. Yeah. So, um, we are in our, uh, we're about to do our ninth beer week, which is nuts. Uh, Anna's uh, been there the whole way with us. Um, okay. so yeah. Um, ninth year it's uh, every year has been, uh, every year we go, is this going to happen? Okay. We got it. It's, um, you're yeah. trying to, um, you know, during Lehigh Valley Beer Week, you know, usually around 50 venues or so. Um, you know, we've had as, as high as 70 before. Um, you know, it's a ton of, of restaurants, breweries, bars, distributors, six-pack shops, you know, grocery stores that are, um, uh, hold on, I'm forgetting something probably, uh, uh, meaderies and uh, cideries and I'm probably forgetting something else. But every, uh, all these awesome businesses in the Lehigh Valley and you obviously you being, you being from this area, you understand like the, the Lehigh Valley is, it just seems like it's just like, it's just like, a uh, this huge universe that exists that is, is a suburb of a suburb of a suburb. It's a, it's uh, a tight group, right? It's like, you're either from the Lehigh Valley and you all work together or you're not from the Lehigh Valley and you're not like allowed <laughs> into like the little bubble. Kinda, just, right? I mean, when I went to, when I, you know, you just kind of assume, um, that everyone has the same experience growing up. Um, you know, you go in the, you know, you grow up somewhere and you go, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. It's so small, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. I want to swim. I want to go, you know, broaden my horizon, spread my wings, <laughs> spread my wings. And, um, <laughs> you know, you, I, I went to college and then, Swift. yeah, I went to college and I, you know, I, I met people, uh, I went to their hometowns and things like that. And I'm like, Oh, where you live kind of a dump compared to where I live. Um, so, um, yeah. because just, you know, just being so close to the cities, so close to the mountains, so close to the beaches, like, um, but then just being like, wait, you guys have two restaurants that you go to. Like we have a thousand, like all you gotta do is just get in your car. There's, you know, these two yeah. huge highways that, so I guess you just kind of take for granted how, um, just how awesome it is to live in the Lehigh Valley. And then, you know, you know, getting older and kind of, you know, I'm just a giant, uh, just beer fanatic. Um, for, you know, way longer than I've been legally allowed to drink. Um, and just, you know, we, we I just, won't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Um, I just turned 40. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just, you know, kind of loving beer and then just seeing just how many cool places there were. And, you know, nine years ago, I'm sure, uh, you know, you guys could probably attest to this too. There definitely wasn't the, uh, array of just amazing breweries and just craft beer wasn't as big as it is now. Um, so it was a little tougher in the beginning, but, um, it's just the, the Lehigh Valley brewery scene has just blown up kind of just around the time that we have started beer week. It's just kind of, kind of gone hand in hand that, um, you know, when we started beer week, I think there was, you know, maybe, maybe three, uh, Lehigh Valley breweries. Wow. Then, really? Yeah. I know, I know funk and Emmaus opened like the first the first or second beer week they opened right when we opened. So just, 
you know, they're like a, a, a huge, you know, I think Lehigh Valley favorite kind of brewery. Right. And, you know, they were just opening um, just a ton of these breweries have opened since then. You know, we've done what we, we, what we can over the last couple of years to kind of join forces with the Lehigh Valley Brewers Guild, um, which is kind of just the, the forum for all these uh, breweries to kind of, you know, have a voice when they, you know, when they do go to, uh, to vote on something, you know, you know, a lot of what makes Pennsylvania really fun to, um, I think Pennsylvania is the second largest, uh, like craft beer state besides California, or maybe we might've just hit, hit number one. Um, so just, there's just a ton of local breweries in this area. Um, and having those, 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 um, breweries kind of join together and form these guilds. There's the Pennsylvania Brewers Guild. Uh, we got the Brewers of PA in the background. I see that stuff. So, yep. you know, they're able to kind of, you know, you, you, you didn't used to be able to go into a, a brewery and, and, and buy, you know, buy a, a can, buy a four pack, you know, buy a growler. If you had to buy a full case or, or whatever. So, um, you could, you didn't used to be able to go into Shangies and buy a single beer or four beers or, you know, so everything used to be a lot tougher. Or growlers, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's been great to, um, have a week where we celebrate how awesome craft beer is. And then, um, you know, just kind of how awesome this area is. And, uh, it's just really kind of gotten bigger and bigger every year. Super cool. Well, kudos to you for, you know, seeing that, that wave and riding it and, and growing it and creating awareness for these small businesses. Um, you did mention the city before, and I, my thought is that listeners are like, all right, Lehigh Valley's in Pennsylvania. He's talking about the city. He means Philadelphia, but I don't think you were talking about Philadelphia, were you? I think I'm talking about Philly and New York. I think okay, that yeah, we're, we're, Manhattan is super close. They're, they're almost as equally far from yeah. where I live. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, who can say that? Like I, you know, I can live in a, in a nice area where I can have nice living and, you know, have a backyard and things like that. And I can go to the mountains, the beach, the, you know, two of the, the yeah. biggest, coolest cities there are in the planet. Um, and I mean, and Beth, um, you know, uh, the Lehigh Valley Beer Week was, you know, when I saw Philly Beer Week, that was always like kind of the, the model. I mean, they were doing this like way before anyone else thought of it. You know, there was a big Denver Beer Week. I think San Francisco had a Beer Week. But, you know, bringing something like the concept of a Beer Week to a small, smaller area, uh, you know, like the Lehigh Valley. Um, I mean, in the beginning, a ton of people told, told us that we were, we were crazy, that no one, you know, that you're, comp, you're my competition. Cause I was just the, I was just the Fegley's Brooks when I started this mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like, well, you know, why are we going to do anything with you? You're our competition or whatever. And it's like, but then you meet, you know, cool people who are, you know, are, you know, kind of open-minded, like, you know, like the Dales, um, you know, like, uh, Larry Porter from Porter's pub and, you know, mm-hmm. like Nima, Nima from Shangies and, you know, all these people kind of just start kind of coming into, into play. And in the beginning it was that, it was that power of having really, um, solid business owners who've been, you know, been a staple in this area. Like, you know, Shangies and you know, Porter's, you know, Spinner's yep. town, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, anyone who knows anything about restaurants and bars and breweries, like, it's a tough business to be in. So these businesses yeah. that have been open for, you know, several decades, you know, when they, when they get behind something and they go, this is really cool. You go, well, they must know what they're talking about. So it was that, it was that, that kind of really gave us the, the, the momentum to get this going. Absolutely. All right. So, so Anna, so we're kicking off May 15th, yeah. right? May 15th to the 22nd and uh, May 15th is, uh, you know, a Saturday. So, <laughs> Can you talk to me a little bit about the kickoff and, and what's going to happen there? Yeah, so we the Brewers Guild did something a little different where they kind of divided and conquered in brewing and we're actually canning the beer for the first time. Um, so every year, um, 
I forget when this started, Jesse, but we started doing a brewer for a day. So someone was able to, mm-hmm. we held uh, like a beer festival and people brewed their own beers and you came in, you could try them all. And then you voted on your favorite. And that person got to brew the Lehigh Valley Buick beer with the guild. <clears throat> and um, we weren't able to do that because of COVID this year, but it was just really cool to include the home brewers in this because a lot of our yeah. local breweries started out as home brewers. Uh, I remember yeah. first hearing about hijinks and how he was brewing uh, all of these amazing beers in his garage and he's just grown tremendously. So now, now Kurt's yes, on your board, right? Yeah. Yep. And so yeah. um, we wanted to include the home brewers as well. And uh, so we're, we're doing um, all of that. And the Brewers Guild then has taken um, the, taken the reins and they brew this beer. And so we're canning it this year and we're going to have a release up at two rivers, two rivers and funk um, brewed and uh, kegged and canned the beers. And um, so they, I believe they're closing down a street. So we're going to have a big celebration outside. Awesome. Yeah. Six, six street in Easton, uh, which is right in front of two rivers uh, is going to be closed down and they're going to do, um, you know, kind of a German beer garden style. You know, there should be food and, and live music and huge uh, beer garden tables. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be really really awesome. That's awesome. And you know, you mentioned the homebrew contest. You know, and going through that and watching it. Um, and I actually became friends with Jim Yergi yeah. as yeah. you know as he was going through that. Then he <laughs> won, and now he you know I've worked with him ever since he's he started his brewery. And now he's expanding into another location. It's, it's awesome. unbelievable to see you know what what just the beer week you know, created this uh, awareness, um, and put people, put people out there. Um, and that's just, again, that's just the power I think of Lilyha Valley and, and, and how people, you know, when you're in the bubble, you're in the bubble and they're going to promote each other to, to, you know, push everything up and just, just do great things. For so, sure. Definitely. Super cool. Yeah. There's, there's so much energy, you know, around these events. Um, again, and it's, it's everybody helping each other. Well, this year is going to have a, this year is going to have a totally, uh, different energy because we have the first time ever we're in May. We've always been in, uh, in February before and, you know, outdoor events in February aren't, aren't that fun. Um, so this year, I think having everybody have the accessibility, I've been looking at the weather. It's looking pretty awesome. Knock on wood, um, for that week. And, uh, you know, I think a ton of outdoor events, um, I think are going to be, I think a game changer for us this year. And, uh, we're really stoked about that too. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll kick this over to Craig. Craig, do you think so? So now we're going from, you know, February to May. Do we think that we might keep this as a running thing in May? Have you guys talked about that? I would, I would think so. Just, uh, just my thoughts. This is my first year on the board. I know some other members have, have kicked it around in the past. Um, just the, like Jesse mentioned, the outdoor events, the the cornhole tournaments that we have planned, the disc golf tournaments, the things that you really couldn't do in February are going to be exactly that game changer. So after doing this and having all the outdoor events and, and seeing how much people enjoy that, it would be hard to, to bump back to February, but I'm not going to speak for the entire board. Yeah, that's definitely, that conversation is definitely being discussed. And uh, I think after this year, we'll, we'll definitely make the decision, but uh, if all things are kind of pointing towards the way we think they are, I think this is a, uh, give me a great week for, for beer week in the future. So uh, yeah, don't quote us yet, but quote us in a couple of weeks. Love it. All right, Craig. And um, so McCall Collective has two events that you guys are hosting, and those are on uh, May 17th. We have a Low Country Boil Beer Garden. What the heck is that? 
Uh, so our, our chef Anthony is real creative. He's going to do some seafood, some corn, and stuff. All all served in a net, uh, you know, for a fixed price with a uh, with a okay. beer. It's a booking event that you can do for a certain time that day, uh, and then coinciding with the 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 pints and plants, which is actually a fundraiser for uh, a family where the a child was a burn victim from an accident. So we're going to be building these plants. They're going to be come drink, build these plants. All the money goes towards this fundraiser. But those are the two events on Monday, and then we also have. Uh, some events all week. We're, we're collaborating with a little brewery. Someone might have heard of uh, New Trail. I don't know if you've heard of them. They did something. I think some people like them. They're might be a little popular, but we we have, we have a collaboration brew with them. We're, we're releasing on Thursday as well as some some, some tap takeover some of their beer as well. So if, if if you heard of New Trail and if you're interested, you know, it's... I know New Trail. Uh, I think the listeners know yep. New Trail. Um, they're doing some really cool things with the expedition packs, and uh, yeah, I actually spoke to Charles this morning. Uh, Mike LaRosa, you know, former Kane, former Tired Hands Brewer. Um, those guys are just doing some big things. Okay. All right. Super cool. Um, and, you know, kudos to you guys for, you know, it looks like 100% of those proceeds of the event for the Plants and Pints will go to, you know, hashtag Bree Strong um, in support of that family. So, you know, very kind of you guys. Always thinking about others. Um, it's really cool to see. All right. So Jesse, um, you know, as this has grown, you know, tell me about some of the events. I, I saw something like, all right, meet the brewer. We have beer dinners and pairings um, we have live music. So, you know, what makes this unique? Um, you know, who, who is this for? Like, is it, is it people who don't know craft beer? Um, is it, is it beer aficionados? What are we getting out of this? I mean, you know, I know there's some, some rare beers and things like that. So talk to me about that. Yeah, so it's um, definitely the coolest thing about Lehigh Valley Beer Week is every year is different. Um, in that, um, you know, you do have your tried and true events um, that you'll see every year, and you see them every year because they're successful. So, you know, Spinner's Town does their uh, as local as it gets. So they have, you know, full, you know, pretty much tap takeover of all these local breweries, which is which means, you know, these are breweries that half the time don't distribute. So you have like literally brewers or owners like throwing a keg in their trunk and driving it over to, to Anna and John Dale because just, you know, because of how awesome the place is, you know, you have, you know, you have, um, you know, strange, strange brew, um, over in Allentown does their, their stouter day or their, you know, their hop head, um, where they're busting out, you know, or their Avery tap takeover. Um, just, you know, just these events that people are like, I'm taking a vacation day. It's, it's happening. So, um, you have those, but then every year, um, people try to outdo themselves. Uh, and it's, it's incredible, you know, and every year, you know, we always, you know, we get asked and like, Oh, what are the events? And, you know, you know, we've had in years past, we've had, uh, you know, like I, like I was saying, we've had, um, you know, haunted houses, we've had, um, WWF wrestling matches, we've had comedy shows and, you know, so it's just everything. Um, and you can tie anything with beer because beer goes with everything. So, um, <laughs> so um, you know, this year, like I said, having it be outdoors or, you know, have the ability to be outdoors with it being uh, the middle of May, I really think will be a game changer. Um, like Craig was saying, we have a, a cornhole tournament, we have, um, disc golf tournaments. Um, you know, there's just, there's so many things. So I love seeing all the, all the live music, um, you know, things with charities. So, you know, so definitely not just for, the super beer heads. Um, it's for people who like the Lehigh Valley and they like to get out. And I think every single person wants to get out of their house right now. So, yeah. um, 
you know, in, in a safe environment. So that's why we, that was, you know, the important thing of why we, we pushed beer week back by three months was to have that ability for people to go out and not be like, well, I don't want to see people. So I think that we're in a good spot now that people really can enjoy going out, you know, with a lot of people being vaccinated and things being outdoors and things like that. So, um, you know, and obviously just every, every restaurant brewery has just, you know, expanded their patios and just, there's tons of just, uh, you know, everything's expanded. So everyone knows how to, you know, get together in a, in a safe way now. Um, so I think that that's going to be the game changer. Uh, and, and, you know, as, as, uh, unfortunate as it is for the person that, uh, like me who has to approve all the events as they get submitted to the website, um, they get submitted up until the day of beer week. So, um, <laughs> So you, you might look at beer week now and go, okay, that's some cool events, but like literally every day, set your alarm clock, um, go check out the site. And you're like, um, my favorite thing is that the calendar function of the, the website, um, there's like, like five or six different views. So you can literally like, just look at it like, like a stream, or you can look at it like it's nice icons. Um, you can sort it by city, you can sort it by brewery, you can sort it by event. So, you know, I mean, if you just wake up on, you know, on a Wednesday and go like, oh, it's a nice day. I feel like doing something. Well, check out what's going on in the Valley. Um, you know, we're stretching from, you know, you know, from Spinnerstown to McCall. I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, we're, there's a huge, uh, oh, yeah. area, ge geographical area that we're covering. Um, and, uh, it, it, the creative events get popped up uh, every day. Yeah. And the, the other thing, like if I'm looking just as of right now, I'm looking at the website, you know, the calendar and, you know, there are 12 events on day one, you know, mm -hmm. at 12 different places, essentially. So, you know, wherever you are in the Valley, there's something probably nearby. Um, obviously let's get a safe driver. Um, yeah. but, Uber, but yeah. you know, the, the cool thing about some of these, um, events is that, you know, one is beer Moses. Um, you know, we got colony meadery doing barrel aged mead. We have, Two Rivers doing lagers. Um, we have sours, right? Barrel-aged um, sours and that sort of thing. So there's something out there for everybody. There's beer and oyster pairings. It's like, it's not just beer, right? There, there's beer and other things and there's music and there's fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's like you said, it's it may, maybe it sounds a little, um, you know, whatever to say that there's something for everybody, but um, there literally is. So, you know, I mean, there's there's stuff that you can bring your kids to, um, you know, there's, there's, there's exclusive beers that are being released for, for those super, you know, beer heads that are like, you know, whatever, I have good beer at home, or, you know, I'm going to go to my normal, you know, brewery that no, like go, like there's some breweries that are busting out some crazy stuff, um, doing crazy collaborations. Um, I mean, we, we canned the Lehigh Valley beer week beer for the first time ever this year. So, you know, so that's awesome. So, you know, at least you can do is, you know, pick up some Lehigh Valley beer week beer, you know, if you're stuck at home or whatever, but yeah. Um, so we really try to make it so that you could celebrate this, this week, um, you know, no matter how you, how you can, there's been, you know, every year I have a high, uh, you know, high hopes of just being like, I'm going to hit up this thing and I'm going to, and then, you know, something comes up and I'm like, ah. but there's something you know, so I'll be like, you know, maybe I'll go to something that's close by, or maybe something I can you know bring my kids to or whatever, but there's always something. And the fact that there's just so many different events. It's, just, it's catered to, it's catered to everybody. So we're not like, we're, you know, there's no, it's not just for beer snobs. It's not, you know, intro to beer, you know, so on yeah. every side of the spectrum that there's, there's something cool to check out. And the cool thing, even though you're like, Hey, I got all these things on the calendar. Uh, but you end up going to one event and you're like, I really like it. So you end up spending the whole day there. Right. It's just, it's uh -huh. just yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, very cool. Um, Anna Spinnerstown, what do we got going on there? 
All right. So the first weekend, we always like to do things one day early. So we're going to kick off Friday and carry it through Saturday. Um, we're closed on Sunday. So that means I get to have fun on Sundays then. But we are going to have uh, as local as it gets uh, Friday and Saturday. And then skipping towards Monday, we are going to be doing a Randall event with Dogfish Heads. So the Randall is Dogfish Heads. Pretty much the creator of the Randall. Yeah, yeah. So we have, I swear, it has to be like the first or second prototype of yeah. the Randall. It is so old. <laughs> it looks like a giant pool filter. It's huge. Um, and then we have one of the very newest versions. So what we do is kind of like a heaven and hell. We have the 120 and then we have a uh, worldwide stout. And oh. what we do is we push them both through the Randall um, and their age too, because my dad is an absolute hoarder of beer. Um, he has so much beer in the basement. It's obscene. So he puts things away. He forgets about them. The ghosts, the ghosts are protecting them, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, Heaven and he hell. He puts things away or he forgets that he has them. And so both of these have some aging on them, but we're going to be pushing the 120 through, uh, what we call boozy fruit. We have a bourbon infusion, um, that we have on our menu. So it's going to be bourbon soaked apricots oranges, lemons, um, cherries, and some other spices and things like that. So it's going to be, it's already like what, 18% beer pushed through more alcohol. It's great. Holy moly. And then we're going to do the, uh, worldwide style through cappuccino, uh, coffee beans. So that's going to really like sweeten that up. Um, Tuesday, we're going to take a little breather. Wednesday, we're having a Trappist beer dinner. Uh, we're pretty much going super old school back to what put us on the map with beer. Uh, we were a huge Belgian beer house, um, mm -hmm. and anything from Europe. So we, if we could carry it, we did. Um, we were the place that you could go to find Orval on draft or find West Mall, uh, La Trap, you know, things like that. So we're going back to that and, uh, we're going to have five, uh, Trappist beers, and we're going to pair up food with them. Um, we were sitting and having, we call it a round table and just drinking the beers and chatting with our kitchen staff to see what we're going to do. And so Nate, our chef, he's going to pull a lot out for this one. I'm excited for it. Um, and then Thursday, we're going to be highlighting Russian river. Um, mm. cause that's always a big day for us. We love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to have blind pig. We're still waiting here on some Pliny, but then we're going to have your crazy sours, sanctification, supplication, and all of these. We have their different lot numbers because people that really follow and have the cult following of Russian River, they're like, I want to know what lot number that is. Because then they're like, that was the barrel in the third shelf on the top, you know, so they, it's really, really interesting. Um, and then Friday and Saturday, we'll round out with Hoppy Weekend. So we'll carry over a lot of... Um, the local guys, along with some awesome beers. Um, like we're yeah. going to have main lunch, you know, things that you don't see all that often. Yeah. And then we're doing a beer brunch on Saturday with McCall and free will. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Last year we did um, okay. free will and iron Hill. Um, and so I really wanted to highlight McCall this year too. So we um, have three beers from them. We have three beers from Free Will, uh, and it's just going to be crazy. So That's you'll definitely time. need you'll definitely need your stretchy pants for that one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. stretchy pants. All right, cool. 
Super cool. What's a lot you guys got going on? Craig, what else you guys got going on? Anything else you want to, you want to talk yeah, to us about? So that we haven't, hit on we haven't posted everything yet. Um, finalized details with Sunday. We're going to kick it off with some new, uh, some new wing flavors. So we're going to do a wing and beer pairing. Mm, so that'll nice, be Sunday. Nice. Uh, again, Anthony is a great chef. He's, he designs our entire menu. And then Matt, our head brewer actually has a culinary background as well. So they're going to collaborate on some pairings. Uh, we touched on the two events on Monday uh, Tuesday, we're collaborating with a local pizza guy called he's local stone on Instagram. If you ever heard of him, you right. order through DMs, pick up at his house, amazing pizza. He's going to be doing a pop-up. Uh, we collaborate with him every Thursday for a special cheesesteak as well. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to do a special trivia for beer week. In addition to our regular trivia, we may have a run organized. Uh, where that's going to end at the brewery in the outside beer garden area. Some, some drinking post run. Then Thursday, again, the releasing the collaboration. I don't know if I mentioned it. New Trail. Has anyone ever heard of them? Are they paying you, Craig? Are they, you get money for that? No. Um, our collaboration beer with them is actually a Baltic Porter. Mm-hmm. So that would be okay. released that, that day. Again, some tap takeover stuff. Friday, we're going to do a cornhole tournament and some carnival game stuff, pie in the face, uh, some outdoor fun. Saturday, uh, kick the keg. We're going to minus some extra New Trail um shit, i should get paid every time That's what i'm saying I um thought they were paying so if, we, if, we, if we have any left you know we'll be kicking them on kicking them on i'll Saturday, put in a call but, for um, you i'll ask yeah but um yeah we try to collaborate as much as, as much as we can so this you know us being a part of beer week just makes sense we we partnered with with brew daddies who's also a member and did a beer recently we even partnered with bond place uh back in christmas and did a beer with them we partnered with union and finch we have a beer that we grew especially for actually shout out to the shirt union and finch yeah. um <laughs> i'm plugged now i'm getting paid left and right here um <laughs> but yeah like again we're all about collaborations our staff's great um if you actually get confused half the time if you walk into our brewery because most of our, our staff's wearing bond place shirts and other stuff uh other breweries matt and sam are, are really good friends so good. Uh, all of our employees are really big fans of both breweries, but yeah, I mean, I'm just excited. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, committing a lot of time to the the McCall events, but I'm certainly going to be sneaking away to some of these, uh, you know, disc golf tournaments, bacon pairings and beat the brewer and beer pong. And there's all kinds of really cool stuff. I love it. Super cool. Now I know, uh, thanks for that, Craig. That was awesome. Uh, Jesse. So, in prior years, I think you guys had like an app. Is there still an app or is there, are we just going based off the website now or what? No, the, the website, the website is the app. Okay. So it's just a mobile, just get that website. You can literally, um, you can add it to your home screen, yeah. uh, which is definitely what I do and just use the mobile version of the the website. Okay. Um, yeah. Bookmark it on your home screen. And like I said, that, that calendar is the only thing you need. Throw your Alexa away, throw your weather channel out. You don't need anything. You just need that website. And it'll guide you for eight days, eight mm-hmm. mystical days. And you'll, um, you'll have a great <laughs> What is this a commercial for? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Super cool. And that's. I have, I have the tough job of uh, being the president and trying to make as many events as I possibly can, you know, because it's, it's for beer week. So I have to do it. I'm forced to like drag my, my butt out and, uh, just, it's tough man it's tough work <laughs> um and i uh i i'm really, yeah it's i'm we're, we're uh we're eight days away right now so we're getting so close i can't wait 
Super cool. Super cool. A so that's of, a lot of our venues are are big on Facebook events as well. So if you don't see okay. it on the calendar on the website, some of some of the venues are going directly to their Facebook events. Uh, they'll be on there and they're usually co-hosted by the High Valley Beer Week as well. So between the site and our Facebook page and our social media, you, you'll have no trouble finding the events. <laughs> it's actually interesting. Like as we've been sitting here, the as local as it gets, Spinner's Town event just popped up. And it wasn't there before. It's, it's, the, ghost. it's the ghost. Yeah, it's the What's ghost. That? It's the ghost. Um, <laughs> that wasn't there. We're, we're, we're literally like, you know, doing, you know, we're run by a board of directors, um, you know, and, you know, all of us are, you know, we run businesses as well. So we all do this, you know, yep. just out of the love of, of craft yeah. beer and the love of, you know, just community in the Valley. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we, we, we review the events and post them as they're submitted to the website, like as often as we physically can. So it's literally like, it's not just, you know, every day, it's, yeah. it's as soon as we can. So the events mm-hmm. are just popping up. And then, you know, like Craig was saying, everyone's putting them on Facebook. Um, and then we're doing as, as much as we can to, you know, to reshare things and, and things like that. So when people are out and about, you know, make sure you're just a uh, hashtag LV beer week mm-hmm. um, and just, just, just tag where you're at. And, um, you know, we're just, we're, we're doing everything we can um, basically the three of us, um, try to, you know, just try to be all over all of our social media and just, you know, we want people to share where they're at and just show, show everyone, you know, how cool it is. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be there for you. Super cool. So lehighvalleybeerweek.com. Yes. Um, Instagram, Twitter, super cool. I am very excited. I hope to see you folks there. Um, at least a day or two. Uh, I can always like, Hey mom, I'm crashing on your couch. Okay, cool. Come on up, man. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to meeting you. Can, you can stay with the ghosts at Spinnerstown. I mean. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Cool. All right. Well, this has been awesome. I appreciate y'all taking the time out of the busy schedule. Uh, you know, I'll continue to to share what you guys are doing. So tag me, Beer Money Things Podcast, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll get it out there. Uh hopefully this is the most successful uh, Lehigh Valley Bear Week you've ever had. Thanks so much for having us. We're ready to come. Very welcome. This is super exciting. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Kyle. All right. That'll do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. I hope you learned something. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if so, tell a friend, leave that five-star rating I mentioned earlier and comment on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on any platform. Spread it around the world. Let's make it happen. I appreciate y'all. Cheers and beer mighty things.